And welcome to episode 106 of Middle of the Road, the podcast. This week, we are continuing our October theme with Michael Daughtry's Trick or Treat. Uh, this movie, it was like, it didn't get released, right? That was the problem. Like, it, it, it was made, but then... Yeah, it was made I remember in like hearing 20, about it. or 2007, and then it got pushed because mm-hmm. I think there's another movie coming out around, like Saw, maybe? Some movie like that, they didn't want them to compete with each other. And then because of how poorly Superman Returns did, which was written by this director and produced by Brian Singer, like they didn't want to release it again. So for some reason, it got pushed two years, basically. But it, it was doing like the the circuit of festivals. yeah festivals. And it was got a lot of buzz. Mm-hmm. Um, ben picked this movie for us. Ben, when did how did you did you see it at the time around it? when it finally came out or yeah it must have been like yeah shortly after its release maybe it could have been 2010 mm-hmm. like the the following halloween uh a friend of mine just kind of suggested he's like oh dude you need to watch this it's a really good anthology and i watched it and uh, it's my favorite anthology horror film um by a fairly significant margin uh it doesn't have my favorite anthology segment but they are consistently great whereas a lot of anthology movies have like one or two that are not really very good did anybody see if the part of was the movie reworked at all to like be a little bit more like intercutting or i don't know if anyone came across i did not see that in my brief exploration of it i feel like it would almost work if it would have just been more because they keep cutting back to the werewolves a lot, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that felt like an, let's throw a hot girl up on screen every 15 second minutes. Well, I mean, in all fairness, that was around the time that True Blood was out. Yeah. So Taking full advantage of their Anna Packard yeah. time. Spreading yeah. her out over the whole movie. Which, so, that's that was a really great sequence, the surprise of the werewolves. Great. Yeah, it's probably my favorite segment. Yeah, but, I don't know, it felt really... <laughs> Like, well, I mean, that's just telling you if that one's kind of mediocre at what I think of the rest of the movie. Well, I, I think, oh, the, I think no. the idea behind it is okay, but it does just feel like it thinks it's being like girl powery, but it's not. <laughs> it's just an excuse to have a bunch of naked chicks in the movie, really. I don't know. As I, I mean, I think we only see like two nipples. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, it it would have been great. I mean, if this was made now, I think you could do the same story and make it a little bit more actually empowering towards women. I guess we should give them a props for uh, at least flipping the script on us a little bit. Did it feel too much that Dylan Baker ends up being the guy, though? A little bit. I yeah. I liked it, but I appreciate. Just, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like it's this guy who's clearly a predator. You know, mm-hmm. just having the role yeah. completely reversed. I. And that's kind of what I like about this movie is like most of the people who are punished 
not all of them deserve their exact fates, but some of them the do. The werewolves murder a lot do. of <laughs> innocent people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the the biggest, like, the, so, the like, two of the biggest victims in two of the segments are, like, also two of the shittiest people in the entire movie. Because mm-hmm. you've got uh, Brian Cox's, um, the bus driver, who sounds like he just kind of lived his life in his house and hated himself after what he did, and then he gets his just desserts from Sam, who is my f- one of my favorite uh, horror movie villains of all time. And then... Um, yeah, we gotta talk about that a little bit. You got a yeah. problem with Sammy? I just think you're severely overrating him. <laughs> I think he's awesome. The spirit of Halloween, you know? Checking on people, making sure they're doing things yeah, right. I don't think it was... It could have been done better. <laughs> does he, that dog did not disrespect <laughs> Halloween. I could tell you that much. Does, he not, does he not yeah. kill Brian Cox because he knows the... Because he gave him candy. He gave him the candy. But is it because he knows that the other so. people are coming for him? I don't, I don't think, think that's so. implied, no. I think it's just he knows, you know, oh, this guy's not giving out candy. He's just being a dick. I'm going to make sure he starts giving out candy. So does why Why does What's-Her-Face die in the beginning? Because she doesn't like Halloween? Because she blows out a she blows the, out the candle pumpkin inside the jack-o'-lantern. And starts taking down the Halloween stuff before Halloween is over. That seems a bit harsh. Her, yes. Her yes. mom's coming the next day. <laughs> I mean, Sam doesn't care about that. <laughs> I did enjoy. I did chuckle at the the candy using the the piece of candy to murder her. Though that was funny. Yeah. We kind of got distracted from our overall opinions. I think it's fine. I think it's enjoyable. I enjoy the school bus segment the best. That teaches you a little bit about what your life's like. <laughs> Well, not enjoy. You know what I mean. Like, I think it's the most well. As a teacher who works with a lot of children, you might want to reword that. It is the most well constructed of the stories, I think. And when you say the bus segment, do you mean like the actual segment with the bus, or like the stuff with Brian Cox and? Um, no, like just enjoys it when students plunge into icy water. The flashback. The, the segment with the the segment with the little kids. Like, there's an yeah. actual backstory. Where he's like oh, it, chaining yeah, yeah. them to the bus. Yeah. yeah, it like builds up. It's based off like stories kids tell each other, and it, I think it's a cool way of. I don't know. It it also the felt like the the twist at the end was the only one that felt actually kind of sinister with the girl leaving them to die. Definitely Which, don't believe that no one would have discovered that bus in thirty years. <laughs> well, I think they knew it was there and they told the story, but it yeah. was like. But they talked about it like it didn't happen but there's clearly evidence that it happened no well the girl says the girl who's leading the 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 prank is like no that part was true they are shocked to see the bus there well they're dumb little kids what can you say but i'm saying they might not they might not know of a crime that happened like decades ago you know i don't know that was my favorite segment and the dylan baker one is a little too silly i don't know oh you mean you don't enjoy um comedy at the expense of child abuse and murder <laughs> he was in a bag it could have been anybody and the the twist to that one also just felt like a gotcha not an earned one necessarily even if they kind of played it out with the little kid his son and well, i mean as soon but... as you see that he looks like chucky it's like this kid's gonna be bad <laughs> <laughs> well who knows maybe he'll turn out okay now that you know his murderous dad isn't gonna yeah I feel so bad for that foster family that gets him. <laughs> yeah. What more thoughts overall and your favorite, your favorite, you said was the werewolf one, I guess. Well, 
within reason. Also, I originally saw it in 2009, back when it first came out, and this is one of those movies that, as much as I want to like it, I just don't get why so many people love it as much as they do. Like, I just get bored with it. Like, I don't know. A lot of kids being murdered. This movie hates kids. I don't feel like the one segment with the bus where it's like the little girl who is now an accomplice or whatever to murder (laughs) is supposed to be like the hero of the story, I guess. (laughs) But it's like, no, she's the monster of the story. I like just a lot of the stuff doesn't work on me. I will say that I did remember this Sam kid, just like his pumpkin face. It creeped me out so much that like when I rewatched it now, I I had to like, it's one of those movies. I'm usually really good at watching horror films by myself. But it's like I waited till Kyle got home from work at midnight to watch it because I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> like he just creeps me out too much. But um, I'll, the one reason I said that I like the Anna Paquin story the most is just that like you expect one thing to happen throughout the entirety of it, mm-hmm. and then it gets turned on its head. So I appreciate that. But the werewolves look real bad. <laughs> I enjoyed the look. I thought they looked pretty them, good. Like yeah. a lot, the part- I, I like the transformation mm-hmm. scenes where it made me laugh so much, like how they took off their skin to supposed to be like you know pretty woman like pulling up her stockings <laughs> in that movie, but this was like the opposite of taking their flesh <laughs> off. Like that was great, but when you actually see it, it reminded me too much of like the old Ninja Turtle Splinter look. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great for those movies, but 2009, maybe it could be better. Especially because I think I read that it was made by the same people who did the Underworld movies. And I feel like those werewolves look much better than these. Yeah, well, I mean, I think... Ooh, I don't know. Well, I think part of this movie, too, is it's trying to be a little campy. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. John, share some thoughts. I mean, I think I'm right there with Lauren. Like, I, I get... I guess I would say that this is probably not my favorite horror film but maybe my second favorite holiday-themed anthology movie. <laughs> uh, what's, what's your first? Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, no, and also, fuck you, Lauren. Um, oh, is it Love Actually? I would, uh, honestly, I was actually, <laughs> I was actually. Using, I enjoy that one. It's a good one. Um, yeah, because it's got Taylor Swift. Um, well, that's Valentine's Day. We're, I was going to say, she's moved on. Love, actually. No, no, and Taylor what, Swift what, is um, amazing in Valentine's Day. Just putting that out she's there. She's like one of the highlights. Yes. <laughs> so, so, someone, someone canceled both of these white people. But actually, no, Love Actually is my favorite anthology holiday-themed film. And it's, and it's a classic, too. Like, I'm not sure if there's a modern film that has gone down in down in history like rudolph the red-nosed reindeer well like just that has joined like the pantheon of like classic christmas films more so than love actually did the holiday underrated oh my gosh you're saying a whole lot of white things right now zach who hurt you today john (laughs) (laughs) and i mean a white person isn't love actually a pretty white white movie too like well welcome welcome to all of my days um (laughs) general commentary on the sitting quietly for the rest of the episode (laughs) um no yeah it's just i don't know but okay like seriously i'm with lauren like i it's an okay film i get why it's like it appeals to like fans of the slasher genre see it's just it's also hard because like i say i like horror films but at the same time i was just thinking about this when i was driving home 
I'm not sure if there's any horror films that I've actively like gone back and watched, save for. Hold on. I know for me, um, I need I need someone to cheer for in horror films. Yeah, and I and I guess I haven't really done that with films aside from M Night Shyamalan's films, which aren't really horror films; they're like horror adjacent. And so, I think I mean I would argue Sixth Sense and uh, Signs, I mean, Sixth Split are definitely horror. Mm, I, I'm more on John's side. Visit. I'd say, I, like, it depends who you ask. Yeah. The Visit's a horror movie. I haven't seen it, but I know that that is a horror film. Like, that yes. was the intention. That's, out of out of his movies, that's the most straightforward. But I would say Signs and Sixth Sense have tense moments that are built around being scared, there obviously. There movies but, that I would say can count. Yeah. Like, I yeah. wouldn't argue that they're not horror. They're adjacent. But it, but it's, it's hard for me to say, so, like, a traditional horror film, like, say... The last Halloween that we all saw that we all, I think, pretty much liked. I'm not sure if I'll go back and visit that. Or The Audition. I will never go back and revisit that. (laughs) Or The Ring, which maybe occasionally, like, if I'm in, like, a mood of, like, oh, what can I torture myself with today? I'll go back and watch. (laughs) Like, torture in a good way? Like, terrify you or torture because you hated it? Terrify me. Okay. Oh, that was on your, that was on your top five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all this to say, like, this is not a film that I would go back and revisit, but I'm not sure if that's because I'm not a fan of the, like, classic slasher horror genre. Had you seen it before this? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. But also, yeah, like, I just, it's, like, like Lauren said, there's hard to, it's hard to find someone to cheer for in this. Like, there's no one really respectable, like, for a degree there you're really behind Brian Cox and you're like, Oh, I hope he makes it out alive. Cause he's just, he isn't really doing anything. And then you find out he's the bus driver and like, well, fuck me. Um, and so <laughs> I cheered for the dog. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I did. Also the place I just moved into has a lot of creepy, like, like little nooks and crannies in the basement where I have to go do the laundry and no, thanks. Yeah. No, don't watch Annabelle. Yeah, um, not going to. Uh, I'm just not going to do laundry or for the next alone. month and a half. Sorry, everyone. Floodlights. Just take a baseball bat with you. I have definitely walked around my house with a baseball bat before after <laughs> watching a horror film. There's a there's a basement in my workplace that looks like if Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees needed a place to hang out, okay. that would be it. <laughs> ben, you said. You didn't say which one of yours your or did you did you agree with Lauren? Because you said you'd have some of these are some of your favorite like anthology, but not your favorite. That's what you said, right? No, I said it's his favorite anthology movie, but not one of his favorite anthologies. Like he, you have like, other like there's like there's no there's no particular piece that segment stands that's out. My, yeah, yeah. Well, there are ones that st- I mean, the one that stands out for me is the werewolf one and the bus driver one. Those I love those two. The, other two the bus driver, right. as in the last one, or yeah, uh, Brian Cox's like fight for survival against Sam, uh, which is like a really twisted Home Alone kind of. I mean, I, probably my favorite overall is like one from VHS two. Is it the Gareth Edwards one? Yeah, yeah, that one's never that seen. One. I think I've seen that one. I just watched the first well. VHS. And there's there's VHS two also has one of the most ingenious ideas, and I'm surprised we haven't seen more of it. Is uh, 
it's someone who gets bitten by a zombie and is slowly turning into that, but they're like a biker wearing a GoPro. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, but anyway, I like this. I do like this movie more. Trick or Treat. And I can see why it's not everybody's favorite, but it hits the notes for me. It's just like a campy, fun horror movie to rewatch around, you know, the spookiest time of year. I mean, it fits being on the background during Halloween time, but... Yeah, like you said, there's nothing, it's not super innovative enough, you know? Like, I wish it would have, well, outside, I, outside, like, like take zigging where you expect it to zag, like, it doesn't, it doesn't bring anything new to the genre, really, does it? No, but I, but I also, I, the thing I really do like is Sam kind of tying it all together, like, he's in each one of these things. But he's not, like, active in each one, he's just in the background. No, and that was like one of actually one of my favorite parts is just like the werewolves are eating the people and then Sam's just kind of chilling there and Sam was there. I really like that. He's just kind of wandering around doing his own thing. It's just chilling with the bunch of werewolves. Um, but he's supposed like he's supposed to be like the spirit of Halloween embodied and How is I, I supposed to know that? You're, just you're not. Suit. There's a comic book. Okay. But like, why is he there this year? Is he every? Is he Santa? Is he everywhere? At once, yes. just killing a ton of people on Halloween. <laughs> why are the kids out there this year? Thirty years later, why is that guy suddenly this year burning all his photos of those children? Well, I think those kids are out there because their graves were, or like you know, the kids put the pumpkins and you know, were messing around on their. See, that just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> It does to me. Halloween is like, you know, when the, what is it, like, the, the barriers between the dead and the living yeah, are Yeah, but you then know, why would they just come out every night? Or every Halloween? Maybe they do. But just no one's been around to see them, you know? I don't know. I feel like it needed something more. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think Lauren's on to something there. Like, if it was an added joke that, like, oh, <laughs> how many people are going to die this year on the news, you know, like... Just something that implied that there's a history to these shenanigans in the a town. A high number of deaths mm-hmm. every year. Yeah, because this town lost a lot of people this <laughs> to Halloween. That's true. Well, maybe he was just rolling through. Like, he goes to different towns. He could be. Maybe. Yeah. Takes him a year to walk to wherever he's going. <clears throat> yeah. I also didn't appreciate... <laughs> there's a scene in this that was, like, straight out of I Know What You Did Last Summer, and they did it better in that movie, which was when the girl was running from the killer in like a back alley and there was a parade going on in front of her and she was trying to reach it. It's like, it was so much better when Sarah Michelle Geller did it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that was Sarah Michelle Geller. You know? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Not no name actress who we've never seen again. I did enjoy- appreciate the like, oh, she's got blood on her, but nobody notices because. Yeah, but then it's like, it was the teacher. It made sense if he was killing kids. Mm-hmm. That made sense to me. But why is he just killing this random girl? Wait, like, killing children makes sense to you, Lauren? First, you sure? first you kid kill the kids. <laughs> then like you I'm saying, I mean, I'm just going. I'm just allude or drawing back to what Zach said earlier about how he's a teacher and his favorite segment was when all those kids died on the bus. I'm just drawing comparisons, guys. <laughs> children with special needs on top of it. I know, you said it, not me. (laughs) (laughs) The movie does have a nice little cast, though, and I think everybody's good when they get their chance. The kids are actually really good, too, in their sequence. Yeah, they were. Mm -hmm. But, again... I was happy to see Leslie Bibb. Yeah, we didn't get a... And Tom O'Pinnicott. From uh, Battlestar Galactica Mm -hmm. and Dollhouse. I did not like him on Battlestar Galactica, though. 
But I, he wore I always that, seemed like a wet blanket. He wore that tank so well. <laughs> I don't. I need to watch that series again. It's been too long. Well, they're rebooting slash continuing it on the Peacock yeah, Network. Heard. But you don't get enough time to spend with anybody. So I think that kind of hurts Lauren too. You know, like, yeah. like you don't get a chance to root for you. The closest is Anna Paquin. But yeah. it's they really does feel like they chopped her thing up as much as possible to spread it out over the movie to keep you coming back. Cause and you, who gets their Halloween costumes the night of Halloween? <laughs> also, why did why was hers not sexy Red Riding Hood? Like, I, like it seemed weird. What was there a joke there that I missed? I was confused. Well, she know. was she was the you know the. Oh, I guess she's supposed to. This is her first time. But see, that's shy, the other yeah. thing. It's like, is that the first time she's just done this ritual on Halloween, or is it the first time she's actually ever turned into a werewolf? I need more backstory. <laughs> and where's mother? They talk about mother yeah, so much. Yeah, where's mom? Probably not partying. Are there male werewolves? <laughs> Maybe. I have a question. Um, at one point, I think it's when he's walking away from the teacher's house. Like, you know, the three kids are at the door and then they leave and Sam's standing behind them. Yeah. Does he have a cat in his bag? Because <laughs> I swear when he's walking down the steps and it's like thudding on each step, I could have sworn I heard an animal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do not remember it that. It might have just been me, but I swear I heard it. I think one of the most effective, like, creepiest shots of the movie is when the guy, the kid's waiting for the car across the street. And that was very yeah. unnerving to me. I don't know, Ben, do you find you find the movie, and anybody can answer this, is, do, 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 do people find the film scary? Or is it supposed it's to be fun? It's more like, it's supposed I mean, to be fun, yeah. And I, I, I mean, there are a couple moments where it's scary, like, you know, when, um, Brian Cox is being attacked by Sam and he's got all these like weird powers that, you know, he's like, crawling on the ceiling. But yeah, it's mostly supposed to just be like fun. Yeah, it'll definitely make me rethink about ever playing Little Big Planet again because Sackboy <laughs> is super creepy. <laughs> That's who he looks like. I'm amazed that Sackboy never got like a trick or treat costume. That it just. It- <laughs> You know, like I mean, his basic skin is a trick or treat costume. Well, he just almost. needs like the orange bodysuit, and he's good to <laughs> yeah. go. Seriously, like, yeah, this movie it never scared me except when he ha- you see his pumpkin face. It creeps me out so which much. Is, which those are really, really good practical effects on. Yeah, Sam. that one was done so much better than the wolves. <laughs> and I loved, I loved how like he gets blown apart and then just slowly crawls he's and, just like, pumpkin pulls himself pieces, back together. Yeah, he's just like he's like chunks of pumpkin is crawling back together he has like that you know um what is it thing is it the thing the hand yeah in adam's family and then of course you know brian cox is the obligatory oh you gotta be fucking kidding me oh no he had my favorite reaction in that segment was when the kid sam comes back to life and he just says oh no like it was just the most like (laughs) under like underwhelming reaction to like a murderer coming back to life in front of you it's like it's just like oh okay oh no <laughs> I, I love the uh the lollipop being like a dagger i thought that was really cool i, I appreciated i appreciated the candy bar that where the razor blade comes out of it more yeah that was cool too and it's like that's 
Man, it's sad how that shit's kind of real. Oh, it's not yeah, real. But at the same time, it's kind of creative. Well, it could be real at any moment. Anyone well, could. Oh no! I like when I was a kid. I remember <laughs> hearing horror stories of like people putting razors. Yeah, and candy yeah but and apparently shit, that's so like never happened ever well, yeah, anywhere. Was, I think it was blown way out of proportion and like didn't happen. But it's still real oh. to us in our memory because everyone yeah, told us about it. That scared the shit out of me. Like that wasn't real. Nope. The only people to ever be poisoned by candy were uh, the parents. People par- who are no, the- allergic to peanuts. No, yeah, yeah. That's, it was just a lot of peanut allergies killing people back in the day. No, they. it's like every case where like, oh, the Halloween candy was poisoned. It was the parents using that excuse to try to kill their own children. So keeping, the, keeping it t- light wow. today, guys. <laughs> that's so dark. Yeah. I what mean, the fuck? Yep. <laughs> anyway, that's... happy Halloween from your folks in the middle of the road. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's going to do it for trick or treat. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, everyone, it sounds like we got like three soft recommendations varying from eh to okay to pretty great. So we're all across the board here. Align with your fellow reviewer if you think you should dive into this. This holiday season if you've never given a shot i think it's a perfectly fine halloween vibe but it just like lauren was saying it could be better in almost every it just feels like it's missing something at every turn so you're missing something at every well turn. you you love yeah, sam too a much good movie experience <laughs> next Aww. week we will be reviewing the new dc movie joker which apparently has nothing to do with co- with comics. Oh Lord, at don't all. you love how saturated Joker is into like every facet of comics and movies now? Well, like at least I like that Joker. <laughs> this one like this is one? directed by Todd Woke World Sucks Phillips. Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix. Worst nickname ever. Robert De Niro. <laughs> yeah, if you think John was talking about how much white people suck this week. <laughs> Wait till next week. Mark Marion. Y'all had a great trailer. week this week. Zazie Beats. Beats? Is that how she says her name? Beats. I'm not yeah. sure. But I'll be excited for her. I hear her. She gets the, nothing to do. And the character, Yay. the character, or the actress who plays the mom, she's. Um, Frances Conroy. She's great. Yeah, she's awesome. Six yeah. feet under. Uh, Brett Collin, Shea Wiggum, Bill Camp the other big names there come back i'm excited for joaquin phoenix being great uh but yeah until then i'm zach oldenburg you can find me wherever you can find at zach oldenburg and you can find us at middleofrow.com rate and review the podcast apparently does things ben's gonna be writing some halloween stuff you should check out he already released something about his favorite horror TV shows. Mm-hmm. I was which surprised was, was that Swamp good. Thing wasn't on there. Or oh, I guess that I is like there was something a else. Film. TV show. I mean, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing is. I mean, yeah, it has the horror elements for sure. But I mean, these other ones. Oof. Why'd you stop at eight? I don't know. Like, I just. <laughs> You know, narc. <laughs> what? What? Wait, am I supposed to do my part now? Shit, I lost track. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Twitter and Letterbox at the Grigsby Bear. You can find all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. 
I'm Jonathan Rahul. You can follow me on Twitter at another Rahul J, and you can also follow us on Twitter at middle of row hashtag no the. And I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees, and you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. Go watch Joker. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the row.